everybody, Duwah, Duwah. This is episode 16 of One Plus One Makes Two. Mother Nature will be here with us today as usual, and we are going to discuss some serious stuff. It begins with a U because it will affect you. And it begins with the letter U. Ukraine. Yes, Ukraine. It's a democracy. It borders Russia. It has the largest land mass of any European country with a population of over 44 million. And there are seven countries which border Ukraine, which are thankful that they bordered Ukraine rather than Russia. Nevertheless, Putin claims that Ukraine is a part of Russia, whereas the rest of the world claims it to be its own self, its own sovereign nation, which entitles it to choose its own allies. Traditionally, the U.S. has supported politically and militarily established democratic countries, as in World War I, World War II, and the Korean War. Defending Ukraine by negotiations and, if needed, militarily is warranted because the U.S. defends democracy. But I am so frustrated by the hesitation and the slow response of the United States and NATO. And by the way, the United States is a founding member of NATO and currently is its strongest member. And at this moment, as we speak, NATO and, of course, its member, the United States, are not fulfilling their obligation, which is to defend each other and to defend its allies. Ukraine is an ally. By not supporting and defending Ukraine, NATO is causing its own security risk. Ukraine wishes to be a member of NATO. Once this crisis provoked by Russia building up its troop numbers on the border of Ukraine, once that began, NATO should have amassed its own troops in equal or greater number than those of Russia. And what galls me the most is that NATO has never spoken as a unified force. The United States says something, France says something, Germany says something, my God, get your act together. It's supposed to be as one, not several voices speaking. Ukraine should have been the only one speaking to Russia, and they should be the ones notifying Russia that NATO will be supporting them economically, politically, and militarily, period. And by all means, the United States Air Force, which is the strongest in the world, should be defending Ukraine against the Russian army and Russia's navy. Airstrikes effectively demolish equipment such as tanks, personnel carriers, soldiers, and warships. Next, I would like to present a serious unsettling question. Why did it take 130,000 Russian troops sitting on the Ukrainian border before serious negotiations with Russia began? America is one of the founding members of NATO, yet Biden sounded like his only concern is that no American troops will be positioned inside Ukraine. 
and all American personnel should leave Ukraine immediately. I perceived his remarks as one of a weak nation, a weak leader, unable and unwilling to counter Russia in every way. And here is one more disappointment. Why in the year 2008, 57.8 of the Ukrainian citizenship wanted to join NATO. In 2017, 69% of the Ukrainian citizenship were in favor of joining NATO. Why, that was five years ago. President Trump did nothing to encourage Ukrainian membership with NATO. He did like Putin a lot, though, didn't he? Hence, Ukrainian membership in NATO was delayed. And now we pay the consequences. Now, let's use a little common sense here. Ukraine's the largest nation in Europe. It borders Russia. Wouldn't it be grand to have a large nation that borders Russia join NATO? What are the causes of such political and military constipation that prevents NATO from taking on Russia economically, politically, and militarily if necessary? Now let me share something from history that will scare the hell out of you. In 1938, Hitler was planning to take over Czechoslovakia on grounds that it was actually a part of Germany at one time. Doesn't that sound like Putin claiming that Ukraine was actually part of Russia? Amazing similarity. Roosevelt was a weak leader at that time, just like Mr. Biden now. He told Hitler that he was hoping that Hitler and Czechoslovakia could work out a peaceful arrangement between the two countries. Six months later, Hitler invaded and conquered Czechoslovakia. No peace. No peace deal was included, but there were a lot of deaths. Czechoslovakian citizens and military deaths. During the last six months, Putin has been increasing the number of army personnel and equipment, as well as naval battleships around the border of Ukraine. Sounds like an identical situation to Hitler's. And NATO does nothing in the way of presenting a military front capable of defeating Russia. Listeners, here's some more common sense. Have U.S. sanctions prevented North Korea, China, and Russia from adding more and more strength to their military forces? Let's Include Iran also. Concerning all four of these nations, the answer is no. Sanctions have not done a damn bit of good. Have sanctions quieted their propaganda, their hatred, their wish to annihilate the Western democracies? Well, NATO is giving Putin a darn good chance, and, and we mustn't forget North Korea, China, and Iran are all watching to see how NATO is responding. And I assure you, it is a weak response. It is a, not a unified response. It is not a military response, which would have a lot more clout than slap-on-the-wrist sanctions will ever have. Listeners, here's some more common sense. The United States spent 20 years in Afghanistan 
fighting a much lesser threat than Russia. And once bin Laden had been killed, there was really no purpose in staying there. Yet we did. And of course, everyone talks about the Holocaust, which was a merciless tragedy in which Germany murdered over 5 million Jews. Now, let's have a little foresight for once. When Russia invades Ukraine, which may happen very, very soon, there will be more than 5 million Ukrainian deaths because of the strength of the Russian military, which we are doing next to nothing to counter. Time for more common sense. Martin Luther King in America, Mahatma Gandhi in India, and Nelson Mandela in South Africa all achieve their goals peacefully. No military required. So I do applaud President Biden for threatening sanctions rather than a war. However, a double threat of sanctions and beyond that, military strength would have been appropriate and that's what is missing from his toolbox at the moment. And it's just like a roof leak unattended. It just causes more and more damage and the leak gets bigger and bigger. Hey, how about the little Dutch boy analogy? You know, he stuck his thumb in the little hole that was leaking and he saved the dike. Meanwhile, nothing is heard by either our military leaders or our Congress. Silence does not solve a problem. I guess Biden told him to be quiet and say nothing because the sanctions will be our power. If sanctions were that powerful, why is Putin continuing to send more soldiers and more military equipment, weapons, to the Ukrainian border? Well, Bob, it sounds like another episode in the animal kingdom. Two prides of lions fighting for territory. But you know, Bob, there's always a silver lining in every cloud. Just think, the more people that are killed during a war, the less pollution, the less climate change. Isn't that nice? Well, hello, Mother Nature. Good timing with your observational, non-judgmental, unemotional ways. Yes, and I'm going to suggest uh, it's joke time. Humor is a good force which should be used more often during international negotiations. Just tell a good joke. Tell those world leaders to lighten up. <laughs> I wish it were that simple and that true, but I will take your advice. So I will now share some wisdom which is appropriate for these troubled times. Listeners, if you think a weakness can be turned into a strength, well, that's just another weakness. And remember, whoever says it does not matter if you win or lose, probably lost. And please remember that giving good advice has little effect on anyone, for a wise man does not need it, and a fool won't heed it. And ah, yes, when you focus your efforts, you make time your ally. And remember, worry gives small things big shadows. My Bob, you're as heavy as the iron in my core. Ah, yes, Mother Nature. And remember, there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. 
Thus, when you become aware that you have been traveling down the wrong road, you must first turn around and travel back to where the road split. And at such a juncture, begin to travel this time down the other road, which is the right one. And lastly, when your light is strongest, get out from the shadows. Bob, are you forgetting something? No, no, Mother Nature. Listeners, Mother Nature wants me to share with you a comparison comparing our tears to her rain. Yes, our tears, which result from a change in our emotional and or physical self due to losing a loved one or a job or being injured in a traffic accident. Why a life-changing event is reason enough for shedding tears. Even minor changes can warrant tears. Likewise, when Mother Nature has a mass of humid warm air in her atmosphere which interacts with a mass of cold air, rain is produced. And when a human is brought to tears by a, a, an event, a change of sorts, the tears may be followed by anger and embitterment. Likewise, Mother Nature responds with thunder and lightning as her air and surface are darkened and chilled by such an event. And Mother Nature, if I might say, I just envy how fast you recover after your storms. Seems like you recover a lot quicker than I do to emotional or physical injury of sorts. Well, Bob, it's just a matter of proportion. Why, even a major storm isn't even a pinprick to me. However, when you are emotionally or physically damaged, why, you could compare that to an asteroid smashing into me, pushing me out of orbit, transforming parts of me into cosmic dust. Well, thank you, Mother Nature. You're right. Uh-oh. There's Mr. Apathy. Our studio manager, tapping on the window, pointing at the studio clock. I want to thank those of you that have donated to our GoFundMe account. Thank you. There's no free lunch and no free studio time either. Stay informed concerning the Ukrainian-Russian conflict and encourage our leaders to stand strongly with our NATO allies to defend Ukraine against Russia. Mother Nature, would you like to say goodbye to our listeners? Sure, Bob. Bye. And remember, get strong, America. Do something. Don't just suffer sanctions. Oh, my God. That is the weakest evolutionary decision I have ever heard of when being attacked by an outside force. Now give me a gong, will you? Give me a gong! Thank you, Mother Nature. I am certain that our listeners and many, many other Americans need to hear this. When it comes to survival, it's best to listen to Mother Nature. On target, Bobby baby. Bye for now, everybody.